welcome to episode number 29 of the Film Yarns podcast. This week, or this last three weeks, <laughs> we decided to view THX 1138, which is uh, a film that somewhat kicked off the podcast, I guess, because it really got us talking about sci-fi and other branching topics, uh, I think. So this is episode one, but unrecorded, done again as episode 29. Uh, from Wikipedia, THX 1138 is a 1971 American social science fiction film directed by George Lucas in his feature film directional debut. It is set in a dystopian future in which the populace is, con is controlled through android police and mandatory use of drugs that suppress emotions. Produced by Francis Ford Coppola and written by Lucas and Walter Murch. It stars Robert Duvall and Donald Pleasance. Was developed from Lucas's student film, Electronic Labyrinth, which he made in 67 whilst attending the USC School of Cinematic Arts. The feature film was produced in a joint venture between Warner Brothers and American Zoetrope. Novelization by Ben Bova was first published in 1971. Film received mixed reviews from critics and underperformed at the box office on initial release. However, has subsequently received critical acclaim and gained a cult following, particularly in the aftermath of Lucas' success with Star Wars in 1977. A director's cut prepared by Lucas was released in 2004. So that's a point we will definitely talk about: is the just the general like the concept of editing your own art down the line, because there's a lot of oh, yeah. opinions on that online, especially like Star Wars nerds and. Um, sci-fi nerds get very upset about the editing in THX yeah you could call it like um, the Blade Runner effect because I'm pretty sure there's like seven different editions of Blade Runner and they keep coming out oh right I haven't gone I, I haven't compared those as much as I mean we might as well just get it out of the way early <laughs> I, you know I was like what's everyone complaining about so I went and watched the scenes back to back a few times and I get the complaints but at the same time, it's not that bad. I get that it's not required. Um, the main parts were the mind lock. It's mainly the mind lock scene. So he goes into mind lock. And you can watch it on YouTube. Um, but basically the little like, you know, the plutonium rod thing, kind of like on The Simpsons. Yeah. <laughs> like in the intro to The Simpsons, how it like falls, it bounces off the counter and into like Maggie's. Yeah. Oh yeah, thing or it, it burns into the so thing. Yeah, yeah, I remember. Yeah. So if it's bright yellow and every, that's the CGI one, where it's like you can kind of tell when it's rolling around because you see that sort of, you know, early two thousands CGI kind of um, look to it. And there's a few a few other parts of the mind lock scene. There is one extra bit where they're all on the um, like production line thing where they control their robotic arms or whatever and everyone runs away and that is CGI and it's not in the... Because um, you can use like Blender or whatever to like illustrate crowds of people. like it, Because you don't have to go into great detail, you can make it look passable. So they can blend it in with the original you know film footage pretty well. And I think it looks fine apart from... It's mainly that plutonium rod rolling around. that It's just not required. Like It doesn't really add... I think maybe it adds a touch of suspense just because of that one scene where he's in the mind lock and everyone else runs away um, in like the corridor section outside. But I, I don't know. I, yeah, what do you what do you think? I mean, I didn't even realize it was any different. To be fair, I didn't like, either I until I looked online. Yeah, I thought um, 
you know, I think that's just a case of like the narcissism of small differences. Because like, if you're focusing mm. on the CGI of the little plutonium rod, you're certainly not, you know, recognizing the absolute like insane stress that he's under, or everybody's under in this like production line. Yeah, yeah. Ah, you know the the rod. That's the thing we should be focusing on. Why would you have to change the rod? So. Like, what the fuck are you watching this for? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that, that's the thing. Like, we didn't, having not known beforehand, we didn't know any better. And if you, you can go back and watch the original version of that and was not like, oh, it's so much better. It didn't need that. It's just like, oh, that's another way of displaying that scene, basically. Yeah. I mean, like, I think my knee-jerk reaction is often like, oh, you know, I, I kind of prefer, like, you know, the thing with, like, John Carpenter's sort of, yeah. gross sort of like body horror and it's all like it's real and i think i'd prefer that over cgi but like you know i'm not gonna be angry about it i think yeah. i just have a preference you know yeah. like i'm not gonna write anything about it or um maybe yeah even point it's it probably out just a reddit thing you know it's it's like reddit's gonna attract people that are gonna complain about something like that yeah yeah i mean like it's reddit <laughs> the people there you know they, they know what their community is about so it's just like it's just a bitching circle yeah exactly that's that's why they're there so yeah it doesn't i mean i think... I, I do but in the great and the grander um the grander point i do agree about like the, especially i think george lucas gets probably some of the most hate for it there is something to be said for like just going back to edit your own artwork i don't know if how i feel about that Mm. yeah i mean i guess it sort of makes sense like you might like i I can i can i can understand the anxiety of seeing something that you made ages ago and be like oh i want to change that or i want to change i'm not very happy with that yeah but it it um, captures it captures a point in time especially for film and and music like how many cases of re um remastered Oh, I don't like. I listen to a lot of remastered albums, especially rock albums, and they're always, almost always worse. It's so rare that you're oh, like, yeah, oh, agree, like yeah. finally I can hear the clarity. Like it's just, it just takes away all of the vibe of the recording, unless I it's like a terrible sure. mix originally. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think like with music, the worst thing that sort of ever happened to it was the the sort of like ultimate ability to find the perfect uh, tuning or the perfect. Uh, quality of mastering for a track and yeah. like, because that's impossible but it's also possible because of the uh, advanced in technology <laughs> it's, yeah, all the it's time. almost it can... possible so we strive for it constantly <laughs> and i guess like the other thing is like maybe you kind of want like the bit the bad bits of no the you do you, know? you like, do they, man they yeah catch that's you it. as much that's as exactly right else. you know it's yeah it's like a person like you know you notice the hairs and the wrinkles and the moles and stuff like, you might not actually like consciously notice it but when it's gone you're like oh like, yeah. if, like when you look at an airbrushed person on a like, catalog or something, you're like, that's like sort of off about that person. Yeah. It's like yeah. him recreating Electronic Labyrinth as THX 1138 once he had a sponsorship budget and everything. That's fine because you're, at, you're, you're then making the thing, but then, you know, it, it's almost as though he's justified in his mind being like, oh, well, I edited Electronic Labyrinth into this, and now I'm just going to continue to touch it up. But that's not what this is. It, it's not quite yeah, that. Yeah, you know? I mean, it makes sense to, like, turn your thesis into, like, an actual working thing. You yeah, know, if you've like, got you go the big a, money, a, you a might project as well. Into a, yeah, exactly, you return to a feature film. <laughs> I think maybe, you know, who knows, like, it could have been, like, a production company thing that, like, later on down the track, they were like, no, you know, you said we could 
use your product to show some of our like good technology uh, and, yeah. that sense, and it's just advertising to other production <laughs> companies or to like filmmakers you know what yeah, i mean like, yeah. it could be an issue like an that ad. yeah <laughs> so, it's just yeah. an undercover like, ad you, for you, cgi nobody really knows yeah exactly like nobody really knows that who's watching it except for the people who are watching it for that kind of stuff you know what i mean yeah yeah. But that also might not be the case. It might just be like No, it's an anti ad. It's a it's a smear by the film like companies that make <laughs> film for film cameras. And they're like, Go back to film. <laughs> Don't use this shit and they're they're orchestrating oh, they the Reddit it. mafia as well to shit all just over all it. Digital yeah, well they're not gonna get anything done there, are <laughs> Analog they? Oh, actually, Nazis. No, they had they had the Snyder cut, so I guess like there is something to be said about that sort of stuff. What's the Snyder cut? of um justice league they're like joss whedon or whatever and everyone was like no bring i don't know what his first name is but his last name's snyder and apparently he did like a four-hour epic version of the justice league <laughs> and all like the dc fans on twitter and reddit and stuff were just fucking like blowing up oh I that's a what... hardcore fan base i wouldn't mess with them <laughs> yeah they're just blowing up like the uh, production companies and uh, the actors everybody and they finally released it and like you know, it's just four hours of superhero people beating each other up. Like, you know what I mean? But it, well, isn't I that know, what the they normally it... get anyway? <laughs> it's just three hours extra. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess like the big difference, I think, um, I haven't watched either version. And I don't really intend to, but um, I think the big difference is Joss Whedon like does like a lot of like soy um, writing. So like, you know, it'll be like, you know, Spider-Man, whenever he sees like an enemy, he's like, oh, whoa, how did you do that? You know, he's kind of like, He's not aware that he's also a superhuman. Right. And that they sort of act like how you would in the real world. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas I think um, Snyder, I think his first name is Zach. But Zach Snyder, that's something. Yeah, right. that rings um, a bell. Uh, he's, he's sort of like, his whole thing is like, and Randy and like gods. These people are like better than you, you know? <laughs> and so his is more on an epic scale. And I guess I prefer that. Like, I, I think I prefer... Even though it's ridiculous, I think I'd prefer it to be taken seriously, you know what I mean? Yeah. There's two types of comic books, I guess, or two types of, broadly speaking, two types of comic book readers. Yeah. Hmm. But anyway, yeah, let's push on. Uh, well, um, yeah, so I think that kind of covers that in relation to late art edits. Yeah, I mean, look... It That's the elephant in the not. room. We just getting it out of the way yeah yeah it might be bad it might be good it might annoy you it might not but like look there's two hours of film if five seconds of it is like the thing that gets to you that's the thing you're watching like that's pretty bananas i guess well yeah to to play devil's advocate or maybe support the argument i mean there's so many things that are done so well in the i can i get that some people just treat it a little bit as almost holy you know yeah. So that it's yeah. it's sacred, and they're like, don't mess with it. You know, there's a, for example the stunt uh, on the motorbike. That was a real stunt actor that goes over the handlebars and like slams into the car with his back. And um, in the the making of video, they all thought he was dead. <laughs> yeah, because if you watch that scene, it's crazy. He crashes the bike in the car, flips over the handlebars, oh, and then right like into it, yeah. and then slides into the car or something like that, like with his yeah, back. Yeah, it's pretty fucked up. I I was wondering the whole time. I was just like, "Are these robot people like people underneath?" Like, <laughs> of of course they were, but like, it, I don't know. They did a good job of them being like, like imagine showing it, yeah. what 
to continue the thread, imagine if Lucas went back and CGI the robot people. Surely that would fuck it up because they're awesome as they uh, are, yeah, the costumes so. and everything. Yeah, they look cool. Yeah, they, they look, look cool. menacing. They're all super tall. Mm. And they're all like, they've all got that like robot placid voice, like, "Oh, be calm. We're not gonna hurt you." Like, I came prepared out. for that. Yeah. I, I brought some special effects. Oh, excellent. <laughs> so, do you know what the effects called? No, I don't. What is it? Well, I think, well, a lot of it, and they do it on the radio chatter as well. It's Just flanger. That, a bit of that, but that, I mean, that's used in sci-fi voices a lot, but ring modulation is the main one. Mm. So, I'm and turning... it just makes it go up and down. I've turned it on, and I'll bring up the amount of the effect, and you'll hear it come in. Um, okay. Let me turn the right knob. <laughs> um, here we go. <laughs> so, like, THX, THX. Wow. <laughs> that's that <sound> right. <laughs> Yeah, that does. That's that sounds awesome. THX. THX. Come on. I got a six one nine. I'm a fifty eight. That's amazing. Yeah, man. So there we go. That was yeah. I I, I think. Uh, you know what? I was a little bit disappointed that Lucas doesn't really bring his vision of the the cops into the rest of his films because this yeah. is like a good a good sort of depiction of police. They sort of become like. You know, they're like robot and yeah, they're cold, unfeeling, kind of just... Yeah, yeah the scene where they all have like a pole each and he's just running around in circles. That's such a good scene. Yes. And the way they're talking about him, they're just like talking about different segments and different like <laughs> yeah, bones yeah. and muscles and stuff. It's like, oh, three, yeah. five, six. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, just like on zap two, him five, eight. Yeah. <laughs> they just yeah, zap like, him. Yeah. I think that's very, that's very police, you know, like you don't look at another person. They, they roboticize him. Yeah, 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 exactly. Like, <laughs> And I mean that's the case, right? Because a lot of this film is about like the um, the like complete mechanization of a workforce. Mm, exactly. In that, like, it's interesting that like there's a lot of like religion and economics seem to be cra- clashing a lot in this film. I would say there's almost a cube um, nature to the theme there. In that, sorry, it sort of depicts. Um... It depicts like when you put control structures, kind of you automate, you over automate control and structures, especially in a capitalistic way. So, yeah, for example, yeah, for in sure. Cube, the, the as the story goes, the whole fortress or structure got built by a company that was real conscious people, but so compartmentalized and broken down that no one, there was no one sort of at the helm overseeing the entire project. It was just all that mm. side of the project direction was automated. So it was just humans and you would design, you know, like a one meter piece of metal, but you wouldn't know what you're designing it for. And everyone feels a role yeah. like that in the the chain of um, command or, or production that you're actually creating this like hellscape, but you, no one, at, no one, none of the conscious people working for the company have any idea. It's the same as like the whole THX scenario can come about by just kind of a bunch of people cooperating in a way that they think is, you know, no one's thinking critically at the top sort of thing. And like, um, I think the cube has become like our methodology, right? (laughs) You know, we apply it as a framework. Yeah, it's a framework. Interpretation to everything, (laughs) Um, which I like, you know, I think that's a good way of looking at things. I think, um, yeah, I think with THX, it's like, um, they've uh, come to this point where, like, I, I, I imagine, like, cybernetics was quite a popular theory around now. What, what, what year did it come out? 1971. Oh, no. Yeah. Cybernetics came out a little bit earlier. 
Um, but the the idea that like you know systems uh, loop around and there's just feedback loops and you can sort of control things. Right. But like, I guess like the thing that I always wonder when you're like trying to I don't know, predict social structures or um, contain social structures is that like it's like you know the universe like there's voids the structural voids you know there has to yep. be a void to be like um, I don't know what you call it, a, a, a matted part yeah yeah of the universe as well and yep. so like you can't take away the voids because they structure it just as much as the matter does yeah yeah and so there you've always got these missing bits and that's sort of um, I guess where the maybe where the the, the radical aspects of it are, or the possible points of descent. Yeah. You know? Like, what the and they seem to yeah. always be, because the, the systems of control, or, you know, cybernetic systems, whatever you want to call them, uh, a sort of affirmation, um, affirmationist, like they're quite positive. They're like, oh, if we do this and this and this, this will all work out. Yeah. So it never seems to, like, there's no one critical being like, well, what about if this happens? It's like, well, no, you're just being, you're, you're being negative. Get out of here. Yeah. And yeah, obviously something like this will happen. Like, there's no, there's no way I don't think to ever like, you know, like you can say something like, like they have in THX where it's like oh, you have your entertainment, you have like, whatever that like blowjob machine or whatever it was when you're watching the TV. <laughs> like, so yeah, you know, he's got his medicine, he's got his dinner, he's got his like, he's got his toppy machine, he's got everything. Why would <laughs> why would anyone want to do anything? You know, they're like perfectly satisfied, but it's like. It's that sense of like there's no there's no such thing as satisfaction. You know what I mean? I like how random certain parts as well are where it's like buy more. Do they say be yeah, happy? Good, Do hey? they say buy more, yeah. be happy? Yeah, yeah. The the little council pods or whatever they are. are. Buy more. And you know what? You know what? When I was watching that, and I, I'm happy actually that we watched this again because I didn't know about this at the time that we first watched this, or I wasn't fully aware of it. But you know what it reminded me of? What? The fucking uh, Amazon wellness pod. What's that? You know about them? No, um, I'm not I think they call them now. the Amazon pods. Am- <laughs> sure, of course they do. Of course they do. And you just, like, when you're, when you're fucked up, like, off of working, I don't know, 60 hours and pissing in bottles and, you know, shitting yourself or whatever, earning, like, $6 an hour, you go in there and it, like, has a pot plant and, I don't know, meditation and shit. And it reminds me of the exact same thing. I'm reading. Oh, actually, there's a picture here of oh, the they're, THX. They're literally Lotus, uh, in the middle of the warehouse. The these like yeah. mindful practice rooms. Yeah. Um. I just I'm scrolling down on the images, and there's an image of the THX counseling pod, <laughs> and the tagline for this article is Amazon shows off its wellness cubicle for overwhelmed staff to lock themselves inside and scream. <laughs> And it's that sort of the same thing, you know, where it's just like, well, you know, like, yeah, we understand you have frustrations, but you can't, like, you can't tell us, like, you know, because we don't yeah, want Yeah, that, that's, that's the to, perfect embodiment of that. Yeah, it's, it's just like, here's a, yeah. <laughs> here's a, um, here's a well to yell into. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like... Don't don't bring that shit uh, like to us though, like, and because obviously like the Amazon had that like, historical battle with the union. Yeah, exactly, as well, exactly. Like, so there's definitely the irony, man. There's definitely some like there's some groups of people. There's a lot of employees, uh, employers, uh, uh, employees. Sorry, 
uh, and workers out there who want to come together and they recognize that there's a problem. But it's because, like, the, like the crew how... get upset at the captain and the captain's just like, oh, no, no, I'm just, I'm not controlling the ship. I'm just riding on the ship. Like, <laughs> it's a big yeah. ship. Can't, yeah, can't turn exactly. it. Can't yeah. do nothing. Well, <laughs> apparently, um, yeah, exactly. It's just like, oh, I'm, like, I'm just like you guys. He's like, like he's just one so meter back from the wheel, kind of just looking at it like, yep. Yeah. Can't, can't move that. Like, yeah, it's just yeah, stuck. It's this jammed. thing does itself. Yeah. It's, on, it's on auto drive. Yeah. Um, so I can't remember where I heard this or I read it somewhere, but the, the, someone was talking about in uh, in Amazon warehouses, I think they called them fulfillment centers, which is also a dark That's thing. right, yeah. Um, uh, they've found that lots of people are taking time off work because of um, repetitive strain injury. So what happened is that they institute institute rotations so that like if you're doing a job that requires i don't know sitting down using your hands tons the next day you'll have to do one where you're like boxes around stuff so you exercise all your body instead of just putting stress on one part of your body (laughs) so they've kind of done that they've like mechanized their workers in this like sort of ultimate return of like the industrial revolution yeah i mean to be to be fair that uh, i (laughs) i would agree with that uh rotation system because after working at like Nagrom, like you, you do need that. <laughs> yeah, but like you're missing. That's the that's missing the point. That's like them just being like, well, we're not going to make your lives any easier. You know, though. Like, yeah, but that's I mean, out of the question. Yeah, yeah. There are a lot of jobs where like, even working at a slow pace, an RSI is inevitable. Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, and I, don't, I think the rotation. Actually, is no, sorry, I take like, that back. I take that back. It's probably the pace that they're. It's probably the pace that they're um, required to work at that would be the major cause of the RSIs. Because you, if you can, if you work slowly and just control every movement, you know, really thoughtfully, then it doesn't really happen. Yeah, and like, look, on its face, like rotating work um, would probably be good. You know, like I don't really like doing the same job every day. I I want to do stuff different, but like. It's the way in which it's like implemented. Yeah. Like they're like, oh, you know, um, you know, worker two one six, like wrist is becoming like increasingly weak. We'll have to move them over to here, like get their like I don't know leg game on. You know, like it's, it's just this like yeah. this way of looking at people as machines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As you know, and so it's yeah, exactly. Like, and the, I think the other thing is just like, no, you're not going to have any time off work. You know. Yeah. Right. So, like, they, they do this stuff sort of, like... They'll probably sell it to people as, like, I don't know, fitness at work or something. Yeah. But yeah, you can definitely... Yeah, like, um... Broke you can definitely see a lot of... <laughs> be happy. You can definitely see a lot of parallels. We're here now. Broke and be happy. Be <laughs> happy. <laughs> the other thing I thought was crazy, and this was, like, straight off the bat. Sorry to jump around a little bit. No, no, but, no, um, go for it the the medicine cabinets with the like uh, biometrics like every like once you open the medicine cabinet yeah. your face is being recorded and they yeah, record yeah, like yeah. what medicine you take out and stuff and it's just like what's wrong um, yeah 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 exactly you have that like automated voice and they're obviously listening to your voice as well but like it's strange that they have the pre-recorded sort of um, <laughs> artificial voice but people are listening as well because they want to they want to hear what you have to say yeah but they have to be, yeah it's just, crazy they do well to just show Um, how it's basically it's all sort of citizen ran so you know the people who do the watching and the controlling they're still kind of 
in the same you know they're still they're not like a separate team or power entity they're just you know they, they're just blindly doing their job like obviously like thx is at a lower level in society so it seems but they're still you know the only separation you see is like black people are holograms or they're they're purely for entertainment which is another topic i guess yeah yeah well i guess like that's why um there's sort of that like um surveillance and paranoia going around because like yeah your next door neighbor is also watching you you know what i mean like and in that way like it kind of fucks people up more it's kind of like you know everyone's probably had like a nosy neighbor that looks over the backyard or whatever it's kind of like that but everybody yeah and so you'd obviously you start thinking like, well, like, you know, I've got to watch my back or whatever, which seems like it would be a far better way to control a bunch of people rather than having like, you know, who your boss is. Yeah, that's right. Them. Yeah. You're just like, oh, my friend is also other. my boss. So yeah, like, yeah. And then I might be my friend's boss at some point. And you, you, you know, your, your relationships are kind of fucked up. That's it. Um, and another pre-recorded message that I thought was interesting that plays throughout the whole film is the, it says, um, for more enjoyment and greater efficiency, consumption is being standardized. <laughs> I thought that, like, that was that was amazing. Like yeah. that made me think. Oh, of, there's like, some banging quotes this, like that. <laughs> yeah, like I thought, like that's that's sort of you know that's sort of the, the way the world is sort of trending uh, right now. Unless like you know there's some really great uh, revolutionary moments because it seems like yeah like you know it's sort of almost mandated like this super egoic rule to just enjoy. <laughs> you want to enjoy just have the greatest enjoyment but also like efficiency work harder you know work when you're on the train to work work when you get home check your emails oh it's a saturday you want to go out for lunch fuck you work (laughs) and then you have those people those fucking like hustle hustle culture cunts that are like you're not learning a new skill when you're not at work like i just learned how to do this I don't know, absolutely meaningless thing that's also not going to do anything for you. But <laughs> I you love how much you hate... Your work. Yeah, I love how much you hate people like that. <laughs> oh, it's so bullshit. Like, <laughs> it's okay to, like, have a have a rest. It's okay to, like, be lazy. It's okay. Like, people should be able... You should be able to, like, look to people for, you know, vulnerability and safety and support. Like, yeah. And they should look to you, you know. It's, we're part of a community. Like, you should, you should look to your government to support you, you know, when you... When you're having a shit time, you shouldn't just be like, oh, I've got to keep going to this fucking job I hate. Like, it wouldn't be so bad if, like, you know, like, people talk, governments talk about, oh, you know, free choice. Everyone has free choice and shit. Like, oh, the free market gives you choice. Well, if it gave me fucking choice, I'd be able to choose whether or not to. I wanted to work. You know what I mean? That's a choice. It's <laughs> uh, bullshit. Yeah. Absolute fucking bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> That's my first rant. <laughs> no, I like it. No, it's, I mean you are expressing the message of THX in rant form, I think. Yeah, oh, and I, I, I feel like just a little bit to add to that as well. Like, and this, this, this goes along with what we were talking about just before about like, oh, your boss is your friend and your friend is your boss. And we've all, I think, experienced the problems that that starts anyways. Yeah. But um, so the problem here is that the workers always take on their mistakes personally. And, um, you know, trouble is considered a personal responsibility so you know like whatever it might be a social issue or something but it's like oh something happened something bad happened i was involved in it i must have done something bad um like when they're on the production line and there's like six fucking people shouting in this guy's ear 
and, and he fucks up and they're like why'd you do that like, it's like what do you mean like you know what I mean? like you know what I mean? like there's, there's like ah oh, move this to 7 hb quadrant x and then there's another person being like oh faster faster no slower like that's so stressful and um yeah well that that's i think you're mainly referring to the mind lock scene right or yeah yeah because the first one the one at the start and the mind lock scene there's the, two yeah the mind the, lock scene's so good when um the like the girl who is i think she's worried that she'll be in trouble and it's like who authorized the mind lock on thx and then she takes the pill at the end of it and she's um you know, she kind of like makes a report like no no major casualties observed like and it, you know how they're always like stay where you are there is no danger of radiation <laughs> yeah yeah that's fine too um yeah it's just, just an absolutely insane like you see, you see where this sort of um, movie got all of its stuff from, like you know, classic sort of like Huxley. Uh, yeah. What's that other guy's name? That Orwell, all those sorts of people. Like, yeah, exactly. It's really, it sort of like slots itself in there. Yeah, um, definitely from the playbook. I think. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But I think like those things will always have some sort of traction. I just think um, I think it's it's a good. This is sort of a good depiction of 1984 compared to the 1984 film like it's another way of presenting the story yeah i think the 1984 film wasn't very good that's what i mean like this is a decent film which still expresses a lot of the same message as 1984 yeah but maybe in a little bit more surreal kind of way yeah um i also kind of wanted to talk about the tv the tv scene I, I think that's always captured me because it's it's that's in the playbook as well i think the whole like you know sit back and just fucking like let your brain melt or whatever like you know how people <laughs> be like oh oh i don't watch the tv i'm too smart for that I was like, shut up can't whatever like yeah. um and it's not so much that he's like sitting back kicking it watching tv it's that like it goes from watching um, a naked woman dance, and especially like obviously like it's an exoticized black woman um, dancing, and then it flips to like a talking head segment with two dudes just being like, "We live in the best time possible. Like this is the most like this is the best time for everyone in history so far." Yeah. And then he flips it to just this fucking like robot beating up this dude, <laughs> and he's hell enjoying it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly, and it's fucking crazy. Like I think. Um, and that's, well, linked to that is that, um, so SRT 5752 is the guy that he meets in the white, the white land. Um, so he doesn't think he's real at, because they've been like conditioned, I guess, to think that they're holograms. So, um, uh, there's, there's a point where he re refers to himself to makes that clear. I'm just trying to remember what it is, what he says what SRT says. Can you remember? No, like, I thought that, yeah, he did say that he was like, he was like, oh, I got bored with being a hologram, so I got out here or something. Oh, okay. Yeah, there's a there's a point where he, like, refers to himself in a weird way. It doesn't matter, but it's just, um... But is he, is he not a hologram? Because, like, when he gets the... No, nah, I think it's just, happens. it's just Lucas, like, saying something about sort of racial subjugation or or whatever you would you would call it. it's i think it's just him i think it's just kind of that yeah well that that's i think that's interesting then because yeah that that makes sense but he, i don't like, think like, they are hol like they're not holograms it's just it's just that 
they're I think it's just saying they're conditioned to think they are so that they'll just act on TV because that's what you would do if you were a hologram sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're just like a, an eternal performer. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which makes the scene where he crashes even more interesting because THX is like listening to the radio and says, oh, crash in this sector. Uh, the driver isn't there or something. <laughs> oh. Is it well, so you know, brutal? Like, yeah, like, yeah. Because then they change it. Never it's like, that's just like police violence. You know what yeah. I mean? It's just like, oh no, there's no one here. Like, it's whatever. Like, yeah, no, there was no one there. Yeah, nothing to see. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, should I, I rehash I like any of the plot that's... real quick, or are we beyond that? Um, I just didn't want to miss uh, anything. Yeah, you can you can do a, like a type five or something if you would like. What, a, a what? A type five, just what? uh, you know. Short and sweet. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I'll, yeah, just the, the main bits. Um, in the future, sexual intercourse and reproduction are prohibited, whereas use of mind-altering drugs is mandatory to enforce compliance among the citizens and to ensure their ability to conduct dangerous and demanding tasks. Emotions and the concept of family are taboo. So I don't know if this is interpretation by whoever wrote the Wikipedia article or this is... There isn't like a reference for that, you know, emotions and the concept of family are taboo. But that makes sense. I just didn't get that explicitly from the film at any point, unless I missed it. Anyway. I guess they just don't show families or sex. Yeah. Uh, Workers clad in identical white uniforms and have shaven heads to emphasize uniformity. Likewise with police androids who wear black and monks who are robed. Set of names, people have designations with three arbitrary letters referred to as the prefix and four digits shown on an identity badge worn at all times. Mm, yes, yes. I guess they also, when THX goes to court, they say that he's been caught for sexual perversion. Yeah. So that sort of lends itself to there being a taboo around sex. The main um, response from Om is... You are a true believer, blessings of the state, blessings of the masses, work hard, increase production, prevent accidents, and be happy. I think that's quite a um, clear dig at communism by uh, Lucas, just because of the phrasing of, like, production and the masses and stuff. Yeah, but it certainly... Like, it it sounds very anti-Marxist. It could be definitely... um a criticism of that but if anything it works better as a criticism of like a free market capitalism yeah but but in like seven like early 70s america and, and late 60s there was a lot of that communist hysteria you know and, and so like 1984 as well is you know these yeah, days yeah, we yeah, read yeah. it as a critique on capitalism but back then it, it was sort of intended as a critique on communism because of yeah, the, sure. sort of the you know the, everyone was like it's sort of nazi germany and then the Cuban, you know, missile crisis and all that, following that, yeah. Yeah, for sure, and I guess, like, it's still, like, um, a, cap- a free market capitalism's interpretation of communism, you know? Like, <laughs> like, it's still, like, oh, you know, you're all fucking, like, robot cogs and shit. Yeah, like, yeah. And I'm, not, I'm not saying that, like, some terrible shit didn't go down. No, 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 yeah, but that's, that, that, I, like, that's the critique, for sure, as, yeah, as you said uh, it. And so... So, as you can, well, if you watch it now, you can see that, like, you know, the late stage capitalism, whatever you want to call it, is 
the this is the real criticism you know this is the real aim of this crit that you're gonna bring up mark fisher very soon <laughs> <laughs> well i just think i just think that like there is that sort of like you know consume keep working like because that's all there like there are, that's all there really is anymore you know like but it's the it's the ultimate uh slavoy slash fisherism to be to be to say basically that like the the ultimate critique of uh communism or cap like it's part of capitalism to critique capitalism yeah 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 that's <laughs> the, true. the yeah, ironic it critique does, does, its, does its own self-critique yeah, for yeah. Sure, because then it can like it can subsume uh, criticism into yeah. itself yeah, yeah yeah um but also because like i think that like all art sort of attempts to contain cron contradictions fisher has a term for that he has a term for that kind of uh, like something to do with um oh uh, interpassivity yeah but it's it's more directed at like millennials and and postmodernism where you rather than actively um speak out or do anything against the thing that you're against you go into this passive uh, passive cynicism or something like that yeah 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 so you know you'll make memes about it instead yeah it's yeah, like do the culture like, um, yeah or like um you remove yourself like for instance um when it came out that i think it was starbucks was sourcing their coffee beans from like someone who used child labor or something like that like something pretty pretty fucking terrible um a lot of people were just like i'm not I'm not shopping at Starbucks anymore. And like, yeah, all right, congratulations. Like, you've done fucking nothing. Like, those kids are still in that shit position. You're just not buying Starbucks anymore. Yeah. Yeah, and it's that sort of thing because you can only, you still can only think of yourself as like a consumer individual. Yeah. So like, oh, it's the same as when people say like, you know, vote with your dollar. And yeah, like, I know, exactly. Is it, yeah. Slavoj references it a lot, doesn't he? Like, yeah. the whole, you can buy your way out of, uh, you can buy your way out of this. Buy, buy your way, buy course. your way into vir- virtuism or something. Yeah, yeah, it's like um, charity. You know, you feel good because you donate to charity, but like the reason that the charity is there is not to like solve the problem. It's to get the people who start the charity rich. Yeah, like, you know, like, you wonder why like Bill Gates or someone has so many charities. You know, he's not a, he's not losing money. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he has uh, some pretty epic like that PR. Would... Yeah, exactly. Like his his people who run those charities aren't idiots. Like they know that it makes them look good, especially people like Bill Gates who got all fucked up for those antitrust laws. Because he's he's a kind. Yeah. But um, yeah. <laughs> and I mean, yeah. Like I I guess like if you just added like a bunch of Deliveroo and Uber drivers to this movie, it would kind of be like right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah apart from the mind log we haven't quite figured that one out yet but it's on the way musk is working on it yeah. musk is working on yeah. it at full bore man <laughs> i guess the mind lock is just the point where you just like your it's when we get Neuralink. yeah it's when you we get Neuralink. Yeah, it's like you yeah. won't need to buy a tv you can just have Neuralink and yeah and it'll be production. like you know what you know what i always think when i think about Neuralink. oh that's the thing man i, think- it, I bet it will be like free it'll <laughs> Yeah, no, you only pay with your fucking soul. Yeah. <laughs> I always think of um, in in Futurama, they um, there's a technology where like um, like Fry is talking to someone and he's talking about his dream and he's like, oh, in my dream, I um, 
I had this exact same pair of underpants as they're walking past like a shopping center. And Leela's like, yeah, like advertisers just beam their stuff into your dreams now. <laughs> and it's that. Neuralink is that. It's just like, oh, yeah. you know, like I had this dream last night that I was eating the best Domino's pizza. I'm going to get some Domino's. So they definitely you have will it. And obviously it's fucking garbage. Because, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's it... the same thing. It's, uh, I don't know, you know, like no matter, like no, no one's really come up with you know, the definite theory of mind and the definite theory of dream interpretation, but we both, we know that, like, dreams do something. Mm. Or else why would they be there? I think advertising would certainly want to get in on that. Oh, yeah. They would think dreams can be used for something rather than they do something. Or yeah, yeah, well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, they, they say something or, you know, they act in some way. And, like, you know, like, ultimately, I think that what advertising does... Um, and this, I think, is like one of the formal um, structuring logics of capitalism is they sell you a promise in the future. Um, they say, like, you'll be happier if you have this thing in the future. And that future never comes. Mm. So you have to get the next thing. And mm. I think uh, I think especially with advertising, it re relies on you believing that the people around you will like or be interested or envy whatever you're getting. Like, you never buy it for yourself. You buy it for somebody else. Mm. But yeah, I think the sex scenes are interesting in this, right? Like, cause it, it def definitely makes like a big deal about the sex scenes. Cause it's also like a, a rape scene or like a almost sexual assault or something. With who? In the, in that like jail room. Yeah. There's like a oh, scene that's right. where there's like a naked woman or something and she's behind a block and there's that big guy who beats up the cop. Um... And he's he goes behind and grabs her and she jumps up and she's screaming and she's naked. Yeah, 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 yeah. I do remember Which that now. Like, so there's like there's sort of like a little bit of like sort of id, I guess, like in in mixing up this medicine and sort of I don't know what you would call it, having some sort of like psychological meltdown. Mm. Um, the, these desires have come out. And they're sort of going both ways, you know, like, oh, you know, I'm going to like have sex with this person, whether or not they want it. I'm going to kill this robot, like, as far as you're concerned, it's a person. Yeah. And also just like the sex scene between THX and um, L-U-H, is yeah. that the... La, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's like, oh, no one's watching, no one's watching. And um, she's saying, no, everyone can see. And it's just on all these screens everywhere. Yeah. And all these people are just sort of sitting there just being like, yeah, yeah, these people are fucked. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but they're also enjoying it. They're, they, You kind of get two things. You get, like, the one is, like, I'm enjoying watching this happening. And the other thing is just, like, I'm enjoying, like, not being bad in, con in contrast to you breaking the rules. Oh, yeah. Yep. I mean, and we have that yeah. today with, you know, COVID virtue signaling. Yeah, yeah. So the problem with COVID is so hard because some of the stuff people say, yeah, it's true, but some of it's insane. Like, and just like the whole, like know, I think turning on your neighbors. Like, I'm sure there are people that have ratted out their neighbors. Like, oh, that you oh, know, sure. saying like, oh, they had more than X number of people around at this time or something like that. You know, and that yeah. and that would be so I mean, sickening if your neighbor had done that. You would just be like, I got to move. Like, what kind of community is this? Yeah, and I mean, like, it depends. Like, Maybe say, they could say or, something to them first, like, oh, by the way, like, I don't think... You know, you could just discuss that. Oh, I don't yeah. you should be breaking this yeah. or that rule, but not, like, just fucking go behind their back and report them. Yeah, exactly. Like, give them a message or a ring and be like, yeah, there's an outbreak going on. 
um, what the fuck are you doing? Like, I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit more sympathetic to when, like, um, people, you know, people are like, uh, there'll be like someone who's like, oh, I can't believe this person tried to continue to work or whatever while they're doing this. How like unconscionable! And it's like, fuck, man, you've obviously never had to worry about paying a bill, have you? I don't know, <laughs> but that was the most cringe you know thing I mean? last year when it started, and all the like Hollywood actors and stuff in the first few months yeah. were doing videos like, oh, it's just so hard for everyone, you know, being yeah, stuck at yeah, home exactly. and like, like everyone else is like, yeah, I'm fucking running out of money motherfucker yeah yeah exactly like or, or um on the flip you know my boss is forcing me to go to work yeah like, um it's fucked up like it's, it's absolutely insane but yeah there certainly there certainly is that sort of um holier than thou attitude that some people have mm. yeah it's i guess the other the issue is like and i was talking to um eliza's brother about this because he, he was talking about like he saw some people, this is a couple of months ago when we had a lockdown, um, or one of those sort of soft lockdowns where you could go out at a certain time and do like sport or something. Yeah. And he's talking about how like he saw these group of people with no masks on doing this and he's like, oh, you know, is that breaking the rules? And it's like, well, y- yes and no, I guess. I'm not sure, but like, it seems like, you know, like you can't ever tell when you're breaking the rules, but you can always tell when someone else is, you know what I mean? Like. <laughs> It's like, that person shouldn't be doing that. But, like, at no point when you do that, you're just like, oh, yeah, I'm not breaking the rules. <laughs> it's just because it's, a, I don't know, you know, like, it's so hard to put rules on yourself compared to, like, seeing other people out, like, just others. And it's like, oh, you broke the rules? What the fuck? Yeah. 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 Well, um, I wanted to quickly talk about, I mean, I just want to, the film, uh, I wanted to say how good it, it still looks. Oh, amazing. Just, Those chase a... scenes or that car scene on the highway are still sick. Yeah, I guess because it's real, it kind of, it's pretty timeless like that. It's not, CGI ages, you know, at the moment, it ages fairly quickly. Yeah, but for sure. Because it's filmed and everything, and they use those, I think it's called a Lola T70, is the futuristic looking car that they use. Sort of yeah, that's amazing. Those cars car. are amazing. And they went to Japan to film a lot of that, I think. Um, yeah. I was just reading the tunnel me. that um, it's called the Trans Bay Tube is the one that he runs down, yeah, I think, before sense. climbing out. But I think most of just the like, car chase was in, oh, shot in Japan. That doesn't shock me. He must have... Um, reminds me of the start of uh, Solaris. Yeah. You know how they have that scene where they're driving. Oh yeah, wait, I'm getting like confused highway. with Solaris. Maybe, but did they shoot uh, some of this okay. in Japan? I reckon I... they probably have shot this in Japan as well because it looked that way. To yeah, me. that section in Solaris is very cool. That was the year it before just, this. It, it's just the perfect time to, um, you know, go over there and shoot something like that because that was very, that was, it was very futuristic. Yeah, they just got to work building shit in like the forties, fifties, <laughs> and sixties, didn't they? Yeah, it had nothing to do with America pressuring them. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, yeah, and I mean, like, look, the aesthetic, um, the aesthetic choices for like straight statecraft or like public institutions or whatever in um, Japan, I'm assuming Tokyo, were yeah, pretty, pretty cutting edge at that time. Man, how funny is this? I was just reading on Wikipedia that um, the director's cut when they re-released it in 2010. It received an R rating, even though the original film was PG. What? 
Apparently there was changes to the MPAA rating system since the original release. So it went from PG to R. That just shows like... <laughs> it's that, it, yeah, you know, the uh, explicit content hysteria. Like the... Uh, what do they call them? The mums? Like the White House mums or whatever? You know how... Uh, was yeah, it? Um, yeah, yeah, it was yeah. some senator's wife who kicked up and got into a, you know, like a um, lawsuit with Frank Zappa and everyone. Yeah, it's a, a moral panic. Yeah, the moral panic. Yeah, yeah but there was some there was like some joke about the the parliamentary wives or whatever because they were led by some Hillary esque type. I can't remember who it was, but it was like Dick Cheney's wife or something like that leading the charge. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of that. It's the same with like metal for a while there like there was like uh, I'm pretty sure that song Mother by Danzig is about that as well mm. there's a group of concerned parents that were just like this fucking this music is terrible it's turning our kids into Satanists and stuff and like <laughs> it's, it's, pro- it's probably not like <laughs> yeah also Satan isn't real so I wouldn't be too worried about that yeah you know like on the off chance that your kid you know kills another kid or whatever which does happen like I don't think there's it's probably something else going on that you should it. be yeah yeah, there's something something more going on that you should be concerned about. Like, I don't think listening to, you know, Adam Judas Priest is going to do that. Yeah. But there's always that. It's always something outside. It can never be like um, reflective or introspective. It always has to be like you turned this perfect little thing into this monster. Yeah. It's like, damn, your kid just dyed their hair and like I don't know, wears makeup or some shit. They're not terrible. Yeah. But yeah. I was just looking at the uh, factory shot of it because that's, yeah, there's a couple of shots from the CGI that I think they they do really add to it. Like, there's a shot of the factory. It looks a lot like um, the Tesla factory. (laughs) Yeah, that doesn't shock me. (laughs) I I wouldn't be shocked if uh, Elon Musk saw this and was just like, yeah, I want want it like that. He's just like, ooh, that's some efficient production. Yeah, exactly. It reminds me a lot of, um, have you seen that movie, Sorry to Bother You? Yeah, 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 I have. Yeah, it's like that as well, where it's just like, everyone needs to be doing this, you gotta be running the script, like, you know. Yeah. Crazy. Um. Do you have to shoot off, or what's, what's, what's No, 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 I was just, I was just thinking, I was just taking, taking, taking a beat. Um. I had two other ideas that I thought were particularly interesting. The first one was um, experimenting on the bodies of criminals. So, like, that scene where... I don't know what they're doing, but there's, like, a couple of scientists, and they're, like... They're doing something to THX, and he's, like, he's moving around, like, sort of, like, violently shaking, and his body's sort of, like, spasming. Mm. And they're, like, oh, that's the point of disillusion. Oh, yeah. yeah like, oh, you got to bring it up slowly. You got to bring it up slowly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I just thought, like, that's, that's fucking, fucking crazy. crazy. Like, just like, and it happens, you know, like, this. it's not like that isn't happening in jails and, you know, various, like, prisoner of war camps and shit. Hmm. Like, that, that's happening all the time. Just seeing, like, what the point just before, like, someone just loses their mind is. <laughs> and obviously, you can do it to a criminal population because, like, you know, they're bad or whatever like isn't that the sort of like prevailing um doxa like that like oh they're bad so you know they didn't get their rights and everyone seems to forget that like prison's supposed to be rehab you know (laughs) instead they're just like oh you just go into that big house where things just get exponentially worse i think it's just kind of almost written into social reality that to forget that it is 
a, a rehabilitative um, purpose. Well, it, it's it's it always like you, you. It's it, almost like you unconsciously forget. It's just because we have such a strong. We sort of been ingrained with a such a strong association that you know, like prison bad, like prison people bad. Yeah. You know, in films and well, TV. I think, and I, think I think. Yeah, I think that's exactly it. Like, I think there's been a lot of work in. Uh, first off, obviously changing the laws around that sort of stuff, and the second thing is like pushing the idea like we're gonna be able to make people follow laws because it's fucking an, it's a fucking nightmare in prison and these people are either never gonna get out or if they do they're gonna come out and have you know no right to vote they probably won't be able to get a job or if they do they have a shit job causing them to have to commit crimes again oh you know they won't be able to rent anywhere or buy anywhere because they have a criminal record like you know and so yeah that's the sort of thing that they emphasize it's like you don't want to break the law because if you do that your life is fucked yeah. Rather than like you made a mistake, you know, you had like there were problems, you know, growing up, family wise, or something might have happened to you. I or, think you know, it's like, yeah. I mean, there's just there's not um there isn't enough money in the rehabilitation process. That's and so like you have you know I, I privatized prisons and stuff like that, whereas it should be like highly I would say highly nationalized and highly funded so that you can rehabilitate the people. Like you know you can pay people a lot of money to guide the rehabilitation because you know obviously in an ideal world you prevent people getting fucked up at a, at a young age that makes them you know commit crimes and you know do violent things and stuff but yeah. you know one w- the first problem is probably yeah to fix that rehabilitation yeah, pro- I, process I totally agree yeah like the, yeah 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 what you said yeah we need to uh, start uh, redistributing money to various areas that really do need it but um, like privatized thing, prisons was... are fucked, man. When you, if you oh, ever yeah. just go on a read, a, like if you just go on a little internet research session, and you're just like, yeah, no, it's... wow, like imagine, it's just like who does this as business, you know, as money? You shouldn't be making profit. <laughs> fucking from terrible that. people, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and you know, states do it as well, right? Like the entire California prison system is slave labor. Yeah. Um, do we have you know, private like... prisons in Oz? I imagine we do. Mm, I don't think we have private I'm prisons. I'm pretty sure we do. We or we have, private, like, big company connections. Yeah, to, like, Christmas sure. Island and shit like that. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of, like, private detention centres, and they might as well be prisons. I don't know why they call them detention centres. They just keep people there forever or say, like, do you want to go back? And they're just like, well, I'm not going to go back to a place that's fucking having a war. <laughs> you know? Like, detention. Oh, yeah, it's absolutely fucking terrible. Right, the way that Australia treats um, its uh, immigrants and refugees and asylum seekers yeah, unconscionable mm. um, another thing I thought oh, well, I was thinking about is that what's the other guy's name you know how um, THX leaves with another man from yeah. the white room yeah it's um. and he was working with him at some point or something I can't remember his but, name um, is Sen I think Sen Okay. Yeah. Um, so he goes. He, you know, he gets lost and he finds himself in the, I guess, what the recording area is for the counselling chambers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and he says he's talking. And about, a monk comes up to him. He, yeah, he's talking to the monk and he says, you know, sometimes things get left out. They don't seem to fit, and people don't see them. Like he's he's talking about these sort of contradictions or these points where like there is a logical step missing. Mm. But like, and I guess this is what's. Ca- 
we're sort of talking about what I was talking about at the start, which is that you have your structural voids, you know, that like are in place just as much as the things that actually like, um, I don't know, make sense or are there written out somewhere. And his, his, his problem, I guess, is that he sees it and he can't get over it. Yeah. You know? Like he sees the contradiction. He says, why can't anyone else see this contradiction? And instead of, you know, recognizing contradiction as sort of like an inherent point, part of living, um, it just fucks him up, you know? And I think that was pretty interesting. Yeah. But he does, he ends up, instead of like, or maybe, I don't know which way he goes with this, you, you know, the stipulations, but, um, or um, speculations, but he, he either comes to the conclusion that, yeah, like, these are the, like, sort of um, contradictions of life as, you know, they know it in their, their social sphere, or he just gives up, but he's sitting in the train station and there's that voice playing mm. in the train station. It just says words like changeable, alterable, mutable. And I thought that was amazing. <laughs> you know? I, don't, I, don't, I don't know if you remember that, but yeah, it's just like constantly like movable, fluctuate, um, undulate, flicker. Like, I don't remember that it's point. Just, <clears throat> it's, it's, yeah, it, it was amazing. It was just like, because again, like it reminds me of... Um, what do they call it? I don't know if it's called this anymore, but it used to be called Muzak. And it was like oh, yeah. music that shopping centers and stuff yeah. use. Elevators and, and shopping somehow... centers, yeah. yeah Jimmy yeah, Page exactly, um, used to do a lot of session recording for Muzak. And he always says how he hated oh, it before he before he started Led Zeppelin or joined Led Zeppelin. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, so well, it, it, apparently it does have an effect. I'm, like, it's not like some people sort of paint it as like a brainwashing thing. And I guess in a certain sense, like it kind of is. But, um, I think it's definitely made yeah, to it's, to try. It's usually used in a context where they're trying to make people feel a certain way. Yeah, yeah, and it must work because it's still being used. Mm. Like, it must have at least a um, marginal effect, or else, like, I don't think shopping centers would use it. Like, I don't think they're wasting money. You is know it what I mean? is like, it playing when he's in the shopping center in the mall in in THX? No, it's playing when he's in a train station. Oh, okay. Um. And he's sitting there and he's talking to some kids and the kids are like, oh, yeah. what are you doing or whatever. Um, I th- maybe that's part of, like, of the mall. Oh, no, that's when he's he's on the... Oh, oh, sorry, when Sen's talking to the kids. Is that what you mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and then he gets picked up by the police and he kind of is just like, okay. right. But yeah. the whole time, there's like a woman's voice, very calm, very like... Um, I guess now you would call it ASMR. Mm. Like, sort of like soothing and like... Um, I don't know, like almost like a parent's voice, I guess. And it's just constantly saying these words that are meant to be like, you know, you can change, you can move, keep moving, keep changing in the way that like, it must have some effect, right? Like, mm. like it's the same now. Like people are like, oh, you know, like you got to be flexible. You got to be able to do this. You got to be cap- capable of upskilling. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> just give me a job. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. You know, like what? What is the what is the point of even like doing anything, if as soon as you get into the job, they're just like, oh, actually, you're not qualified anymore. Take this like three day course. You're not getting paid for it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. ah, it's like the exponential speed of like. For instance, let me give you an example. I got a call the other day from like a warehouse company, and they were like, oh yeah, um, we want you to work for us. And I was like, no, nah, I'm not really working right now. Um, I'm just quitting this job and I was like oh do you have your like certificate for in warehouse or something like that and I was just like 
what the fuck do you mean? Like, I didn't know you needed, like... Uh, and, like, of course, it sounds so simple, but those things are, like, 400 bucks, you know? Ah, uh, like, yeah. And, like, and it's not just TAFE. It's, and, you know, I, I like TAFE. I think it's a good institution. I don't think it should go away. But there's all these, like, private companies that do, like, accreditation. Mm. With, I guess what they call tendering. Yeah. Um, and so there's a whole industry just coming up of just, like, teaching you how to, like, do, I don't know, how to move a box from here to there. But because, like, there's so much red tape and no one wants to get sued and, like, no one wants to do this and that, they've all got to have, like, accreditation to move, essentially. Oh, man, yeah, that's, it's, we, you know, we could talk about Brazil. Like, Brazil, I think, critiques a lot of that bullshit, Mm. you know, like the, you know, Mm. bureaucratic form-filling to do anything, to, like, change a fucking pipe in your in your wall or something you know it's and then it links to right to repair and all that sort of thing it's just like yeah you know you're not qualified to do anything for yourself anymore or, or to, to yeah work exactly <laughs> and like not and, just not to and all the litigiousness about, like, fucks it up yeah exactly yeah. and just the cost is prohibitive like if you're you know if you're pla- like you know obviously like right now there's still such a thing as like skilled and unskilled labor which I think is a massive myth um, but it, it is a way that people seem to stratif- stratify working um, or like job types. If you're say you don't really have like any skills or anything, you're like, yeah, I'll get into like you know moving boxes on a forklift at a warehouse. And mm. it's like, oh, oh no, you have to do this, you know, two months long, five hundred dollar course. And it's like, well, I don't have five hundred bucks. Like, well, you know what's going to happen? At least I would say on that is that a good company, well, well, you know, as so far as a thing such a thing exists, but. For, it happened for me, for example, where the company will pay for you to do the um, the thing. Oh, that's yeah, that changes things. Like if the company pays for you to get it, then like I'm much more amendable to that. I think that is yeah, what they a, a should good be one doing will, at yeah. the least. Yeah, yeah, but I think yeah, it's just it's the problem is as well is like the only people it seems who can get hex are uni students. Right, so a lot of other people are just like having to pay thousands of dollars up front or hundred hundreds of bucks, whereas it should be extended to everybody, you know, like they want everybody to be in debt one way or another anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Buy more. Be happy. Oh okay, there's yeah, there's yeah, that last is... there's a scene where you know he goes to the mall. I almost forgot about it, um, until like someone else pointed it out on a video or something or a, a comment. He goes and buys a thing and then chucks it in the bin when he gets home. Have you, do you remember that? It's like a, he goes to like the uh, coloured like pointless shot and it's like a plastic thing. Yeah, I, it's, it's like, like a, a ball or something. Tetrahedron or yeah. Hexagon or some shit. Yeah, I do remember that. Yeah. Just to fulfil the kind of the act of of uh, consumption. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Like, it's almost like know, going to church on a Sunday or you know like bowing at the altar. Like you just you go to um yeah. buy your thing and you then <laughs> dispose of, of it. Yeah, it's like that um, Pascal quote, you know, like, um, even if you're not a true believer, you know, kneel down and pray and it will happen. Uh, you know, like, you just have to do the thing. It doesn't even matter, like, whether or not you actually believe it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty fucked up. Mm. What else? Hit me with, hit me with some, some of your other ideas. Okay, so I I can't I think that there's three types of uh there's there's three frames of presenting a sci-fi film or text, right? So 
we have um you can try and categorize thx so the first one being um extra uh explorative sci-fi where it's sort of saying what if this happened you know in our world like what like this how weird would this be if this happened but then from there you also have extrapolative sci-fi which says more like hmm we're kind of headed this way based on these things uh let's 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 turn up and that's what they were saying i i think in the making of thx they were sort of saying they were going for that so like what happens if we crank up all these things to 10 this is where we predict that we will actually end up um and then the other one i guess was just more like a warning form of sci-fi so not so much extrapolative but more just saying um uh, you could come up with a you know film or whatever and say oh this this probably won't happen but you know just be be mindful of the, the way that these certain things occur in you know society or politics or whatever because if cranked up to 10 they would lead here so for example you know thx is sort of capitalism cranked up to 10 or in intertwined with government and tech but then again yeah. so is terminated too and you know other things yeah so who knows yeah. what the, what yeah, the final yeah. reality will be yeah yeah i mean like it's going to be something we you know parts of it are going to be absolutely incomprehensible and other parts are going to be relatively comprehensible like if we continue the way we're going you know the the sea is going to continue to rise and there's going to be a ton more like uh forest fires and i guess it's going to get more fucked thx hasn't become any less accurate in the 50 years since it came out yeah i think the other thing is like with a lot of science fiction um, I used to think of it in terms of it's like, um, uh, I don't know, prophecy or prediction power, but now I think of it as just like um, analysis of like what is happening right now. Like, so you just translate sort of certain like, things to, to right now, which THX works yeah. out pretty well, you know, it, it, not back then. Now, you know, they didn't, they couldn't conceive of Google or Amazon. So it is pretty think, insightful yeah. to, to how well they yeah, match yeah. up, all things considered. For sure. And I think... Um, you know, whatever they were thinking about back then, probably did, like, whenever it was, when it did come out in 71, I think that those things were probably still there. Like, they probably weren't as, you know, one-for-one one as they are now, obviously, with, like, you know, Amazon and the wellness chamber sort of thing, those sorts of bits. Yeah. And, like, obviously, they... But I think, you know, obviously, like, the police violence and the way that, like... Yeah, certain things, yeah. Into these, like, robotic... I guess the tech uh, side of it was only just taking off you know with transistor yeah. technology and stuff like that but they did yeah, have the, the production so... line or like they had Fordus yeah. production so like general motors yeah. and stuff were some of the biggest companies yeah and but uh, the other things i think that were particularly interesting um and that would have been a concern then and are a continuing concern now are um the extreme uh insistence on consumerism yeah and also the huge presence of pharmaceuticals in terms of like solving problems <laughs> like yeah. you know what i mean like i think you know since um maybe since the 60s or the 70s the pharmaceutical industry in america has been insane like, well i'm looking at the 1971 produce. fortune 500 list and procter and gamble are number 25 in 71 yeah there you go they probably went I up reckon, from there yeah they definitely went up they're probably like number two or some shit you know 
Oh, I don't know about now because you got Apple and stuff, but um. Yeah, that's true. That I mean, but that was that was sort of the big big corporations then. Like pharmaceutical industries were massive. Yeah. But I think the other thing is that the way they advertise their drugs is very different to now. We'll put like, it this way: Procter and Gamble only dropped down one position um, between seventy one and two thousand and five. Oh wow! Yeah. Okay. So yeah, the you know their place is sort of solidified. <laughs> yeah, it seems that way. Yeah. Um, but it's the advertising, um, and I think. I think the advertising sort of hits directly into a problem that was happening, which is like this urban uh, or suburban alienation. And they're just like, oh, you know, we just invented this thing called um, Prozac or Xanax or whatever. You know, you feel anxious all the time. You don't know why. Don't worry about it. Like, yeah. You know, like, and, you know, obviously, like, it's hard. It's hard to... It, interrogate yourself it's hard to ask yourself questions about why you might be feeling some sort of way it's also hard to go and like you know get help or ask someone else you know so yeah. like, of course of course some a lot of people's first reaction would be like yeah well, this this medicine that just takes it away mm. and like pharmaceutical advertising preyed on that they prey on like the insistence that there is a miracle drug that there is like a wonder cure you know but yeah um, where would you place this? I know that we have like what thirty mm. films, twenty nine films now, but twenty nine. Yeah, let's to just be say, honest, is it top, middle, or bottom? It's it's actually lowered slightly because I think I did hold it in very high regard, but it's definitely not low. It's right up there, but I wouldn't be rushing to watch it again because it is kind of depressing. <laughs> and, yeah, that's good. I, yeah, uh, I I guess Doom I'd put it somewhere around number. Six. Uh, it's very high. Yeah, I don't know where I put it. I certainly put it somewhere in the top. But put I, it, I maybe I we should put... f- maybe we should flavor the list more <laughs> to, in the way or or scale it more like um t- as if we were presenting it to someone who's never seen any films in their lives, and so and they have a limited time, but they can only start from the first one and watch down the list. So. You order it that way so that you put the most important ones towards the top. Well, so then crazy. I would put this like fifth, I, I say. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I can't remember. So it's all sort the of in terms of, of how how important it is to see the film in in your lifetime, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know where to put it. Then you put me under a lot of pressure. I can't really remember all of the um, films that we've watched. I could give you a rundown, but it's a long list. Would you, <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, yeah, I it, think yeah. this is above Existence and Alien Covenant and Sound of Metal. Yeah, that's just the last yeah. three we've done. Yeah, I think it probably is. Well, I did like Existence though. That was that was a good good watch. And um, this is definitely above Tenet. Tenet can suck my dick. <laughs> yeah, you don't like Tenet. Tenet was cool. I still like Tenet. <laughs> It was it was like a cool James Bond kind of movie, so you know, I can't be mad at that. I'm never watching it again. Um, <laughs> Not yeah, even if there's a either. fire. <laughs> I don't think I'll be watching it either. But, you know, hey, I, I thought it was cool. Um, yeah, I don't know. I put it somewhere, somewhere in the somewhere. In the top. It'll be on the list somewhere. somewhere. Yeah, it's it's on the list. <laughs> yeah. This person, this person will have to do it. It'll be like in um, Clockwork Orange, where he has like his eyes opened up. Mm. Like that. Oh yeah. You can't wait to watch all twenty nine <laughs> movies. What are we doing next then? 
Uh, when we you do said combo something. Orange. What did I say? Yeah, it is very dystopian, isn't it? 